the lovers and welcome to another episode, episode four of the Paracetamol Headache Episode four! Episode, I've had, yeah, I mean, I've had ranks that have lasted longer than this. <laughs> we're, we're doing well here, Andy, we're doing well. Who are you? Who am I? Uh, my name is Phil Goff. How are you? And who are you? I'm Andy Chamberlain. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you very much. We're your hosts Wonderful. of this bi-weekly perennial delving into the uh, uh, yeah. of politics. A light-hearted, in-depth look. As we say, politics for idiots by morons. <laughs> Yay. We could write a book. No, that got us in trouble with the first episode, which I think was really fantastic. That guy got really angry that we referred to him as an idiot. And then I shan't be listening to this podcast. And he tweeted that he wouldn't be listening to this podcast, thereby giving us free advertising. On, on, on a paid advertising as well. which was On a paid advertising. It was free advertising, literally, for us. <laughs> so, so how have you been doing, Phil? How's the last week or two been? Um, uh, it's been good, man. It's been good. I've, um, it, it's been a week. Specifically, this week has been a busy week for me. Um, I've just literally got back from doing a 12-hour round trip to Oxford. There's worse places in the world you could be visiting. Not on graduation day. Good point. <laughs> do you know do you know who was out in force today in Oxford? Uh, uh all of the all of the rotters. The fucking Bullingdon Club, yes. Bully, oh, bully, bully! Wankers. Wonderful. Uh, pound notes in front of people, I bet. Yeah, yeah, literally farting on homeless people and taking the piss. Uh, so no, it's good. I but no, I'm good. I've got I've got um, a nice can of adult chopped juice, and I'm I'm good. How are you? What how's your week been? Busy, busy. Been kept on my feet both by work and by the uh, the weekly news. Um, the weekly I'm news takes good. up a lot of our time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling energetic. There is, it is. There's a, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on behind the scenes, but there's a lot that's been really out in the open this week. Yes, hasn't there just? It's been, it's not been quite as busy as last week, uh, but uh, I think it's definitely been a week of, of um, yeah. stories from across the globe, which we will delve into deeper. It's, it's, and I know we're very early on in the, um, in the podcast here, Andy, but I will say it's been a very cunty week. Oh. There's been a lot of, there's been a lot of cunts. Lots and lots of rotters around, but sorry, yeah, rotters. My apologies. I think it's wonderful. Uh, yeah. You're the first person to say it this week. Sorry, Ruth. Phil's mom. Yeah, actually, she had a word with me today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'd never listened to it. And then my brother, you asshole, Adam. I know you are listening to this. You utter asshole. You gave her the link. <laughs> now she's not happy that I've I've used the, the fact that I called King Charles a freeloading cunt. She did not like that. I mean, yeah, there is that. You've said it more times than I have. I've not said the C word at all yet. I feel really fantastic now. <laughs> um, it has been, it's been a week in politics with lots of assholes, really, hasn't it? There but, we go. That's some more. But the week started off, well, the, the, the two weeks since we last recorded has started off fantastically because let's just, let's just take a, a quick moment to just revel in the nostalgia and glory that was Eurovision. Honestly, Eurovision... My word, I was rigid for three hours. What a, what an event. What, what an, event. an event. And and, and I, I'm from that neck of the woods anyway. I'm not from, from Liverpool. I'm from the northwest. But they did 
an amazing job. That was a hell of a show. Most viewed um, Eurovision ever. Yeah. Most viewers they've ever had for any um, televised uh, Eurovision. But um, I don't think Putin was watching. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm pretty sure he, met, he must have checked in for the Croatian entry. Oh, my word. Holy shit, they did not get that memo, Andy. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a political event, guys. Oh, uh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, honestly, then, you're, you're going to hate our song, brothers. Um, yeah, it was... I've, I've never seen overtly camp gay fascists before. Oh, it was, it was glorious. Absolutely glorious. My, my, um, fa- my favourite well, thing, slightly... Slight, uh, slightly um, uh, egotistical um, but me and Philip were doing a tweet along during the Eurovision um, on the Paracetamol Headache uh, Twitter um, account and it, during the tweet along we weren't signing off on our tweets he, it was pretty um, there was a lot of crossover between what Phil was writing and what yeah, I was, was writing and, and <laughs> you, can, you can kind of see our individual voices in the, in the tweets but while I was going through and looking at all of the like comments and the responses and stuff we were getting, I came across quite randomly just on the the the, the wall of um, like new posts. Somebody had actually stolen one of our jokes and passed it off. As I know, a, right? Word I for know, word, not even not even a tip of the hat. And then not, had the audacity to when you called him out on it to follow us. <laughs> I mean, I'll admit at first there was outrage, pure blind outrage, and I had to... you did. You were really angry. You texted me, and you were really cross. But then, but then, in hindsight, with a little bit of a twenty twenty vision, I've actually kind of come to the point of like, I'm really proud that someone thought it was a joke worthy <laughs> of reposting and stealing as their own. <laughs> you were really incredulous, and I then you got sorry. us in a lot of trouble with with the Israeli entry as well um that 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 made that made a lot of people not angry because i don't think angry is an accurate word apoplectic was a really good way of describing it i've had four people contact me via my whatsapp to say why are we taking a political stance on israel (laughs) and we weren't we weren't it was just the israeli box biz we were that's all i mean you know i I've got certain viewpoints when it comes to Israel uh, as a country, and then it wasn't an inaccurate view. Oh yeah, I, I I must admit I've had a few comments myself throwing me about that one, but at the end of the day, their song was a war crime. <laughs> yeah, it really was. So anyway, let's yeah. get into it. Yeah, should we do the headlines? Let's do the headlines. Ready? I'm ready. Tory party civil war, Suella aiming for the throne. Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor, is America's latest sexual abuser. These Rogaine groups. Can somebody please tell the truth about the catastrophic crash? That didn't happen in New York this week. Angela Rayner has another pair of bollocks to add to her collection because this week she went on the warpath. 
<laughs> Didn't she just? Let's let's work down this list because you know what? I realised last time we recorded, we talked about a couple of things in the headlines and then didn't cover them because we got so heads up with other things. I think it was Quiche, to be honest. I got very angry about Quiche. I can only apologise if you like Quiche. I don't have an issue with lazy pies. I just have an issue with privileged royals telling me I should make their quiche. There um, we go. Can I just point out, we've just got breaking news. What's that? Labour have uh, just called for an investigation into Suella Braverman for trying to shirk a group speeding course. Oh. We'll touch on that in a moment. Suella. Also, I saw her once eat a toddler. Oh, I, I saw her once punch a puppy directly in the face. Was it a cute puppy? It was a really cute puppy. What a bitch. Anyway, should we get back to <laughs> I saw her kick a kitten into the canal. <laughs> I once saw her fist a homeless person and do a puppet show in the middle <laughs> of Oxford Circus. <laughs> Holy shit. That kitten one's quite libelous. Um, right. <laughs> I can believe at fisting a homeless person. Yeah, me too. Let's anyway. Suella. Well, 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 whilst we're talking about evil, ghoulish cunts, let's get on to Suella Braverman. Tory civil war. That's a fourth C word for you, Phil. She's brought out of me, and to be honest, I'm on my third can of chopped juice. In, <laughs> in a very, I'll be honest, in a very short space of time. <laughs> right. So this week. Uh, Suella Braverman um, and uh, her gaggle of um, well, I mean I, I'm running out of adjectives and nouns and verbs to describe the Tory party at the moment everyone who doesn't support Rishi Sunak basically were at a um, at what seemed like an evil warlords convention um, for the, um, the right wing batty crazy wing of the Tory party um on, uh, she did this whereby she basically uh, went on this tirade about the illegal aliens that are crossing over the, the channel and trying to break our borders. Um, yeah, she's not mentioned it much, to be honest. To be fair, it's a bit of a shock. But but it's been widely regarded by the sane members of her party, of which they are few and far between that she's very much vying for the the top job at the moment in time. Yes, of course she is. She's making a move. Extreme far-right um, agenda um, by parroting tabloids, red top, talking points that are kind of not in vogue with the rest of the Tory party at the moment in time. Certainly not in or, vogue. Or, any, or, or, I mean, even, even Hitler would have gone, ooh. Yeah, but I mean, that whole party, that whole like conference this week, from from wall to wall, it was like watching America. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, even what's his name, the the Victoria um, Reese Mogg. I mean, the, the, the whole gerrymandering thing, the, the gerrymandering of that man. The, we actually, oh, we, we did do the uh, voter ID to disrupt voting, but do you know what? It backfired because it turns out old people don't have that much photo ID. And old people are the people that vote for us. We fucked ourselves over. And even, even with them 
going and getting ID and returning back, you know, with bus passes and things like that, which were actually accepted, they yeah. still didn't have the numbers because everyone voted for Labour, no. Lib Dem, Green Party. Yeah. I love the Greens. I mean, I, I live very close to Brighton. Uh, so obviously, Caroline Lucas is basically messianic ground here. She's worshipped. Um, but they do some really good stuff. Also, they make really nice quiche. So, not that bloody coronation quiche. So you can stick that right up your ass. Yeah, honestly, yeah, right up Anne Wickham's flu. But we'll get onto her in a minute. So anyway, um, Sue Ellen is she's clearly making moves for the Iron Throne. I mean, at this point, she's Skeletor, isn't she? No, because actually, Skeletor had some redeeming features. Good point. I mean, it takes a takes a real man to pull off those trunks. I just, I just, I'm at this point. I've just got. I don't understand what her purpose is apart from just being an outrage machine. And it's not even like like someone's sexual, yeah, outrage machine. She's just being an outrage machine. But Rishi Sunak, who is an ineffectual leader who can't answer a question, has no no like redeeming features as a prime minister whatsoever despite yeah. his you know many 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 awkward hugs with uh Zelensky this week honestly it's nice for him to actually feel tall for once isn't it oh I just don't understand he's just vapors at this moment in time he's, he's an echo a shadow he's a fart in the wind I mean he didn't even I mean I love Beth Rigby not in a sexual way but you know she said if she came right. on to me I'd, I'd, I'd have to find really good reasons to say no um, I'll be honest with you. The way she's the way she's killing it at the moment in time, I would I would hop into a bed with her in in seconds. She's got a bigger dick than I have. I'll tell her that. But um, again, I'm, I'm also a fan of a of a stern fringe. <laughs> on, honestly, that is a spirit level cut. That isn't it. Honestly, oh my word. I mean, he just didn't even understand what he'd never lost before in his mind. So he didn't understand well what will happen when you do inevitably lose. He couldn't get his tiny little head around the fact that that might happen. The whole well, it's not might. It's the whole exchange was 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 balmy. Was absolutely balmy. Um, what I tell you, what we'll do is, if we can, I'll try and get the audio and we'll drop it in right here. You're one of life's success stories. You were head boy at school. You had a career in finance that made you very wealthy. Now you're prime minister. How do you feel when you lose? Sorry. How do you feel when you lose? How, how do you mean, Beth? Well, you're a winner in life. How do you feel when you don't win? Well, look, my, my, my focus in this job is to deliver for the country. I've set out five very clear priorities to halve inflation, grow the economy, reduce debt, cut waiting lists and stop the votes. All I'm doing every day is focus on delivering for people against those five priorities. I firmly believe that that's what the country wants me to do. That's what the government is committed to doing, and we're working night and day to make sure that that happens. There you go. Yes. So that was the exchange. And um, that, that was the nonsense that came out of his mouth. Um, also, hang on. Let's not forget the fact he just spent six grand on a pissing helicopter ride. That happened. That was a thing. He got a flight. He got a flight in a helicopter, which would have taken 30 minutes on a, on a train. And cost about £10.50 if he'd got his bus pass or his, his rail card, sorry. But £6,000 that we paid for. 
Yeah. And he had the gauze to complain that actually they didn't even have the peanuts that he liked. He's he's I made I made that bit up, he didn't say that bit. He's he's just I mean he's he's null and void in the marine time. The, the the simple fact that there are think tanks now actually approaching Labour and asking them to, you know, consider doing eleven billion on Brit GPT um AI and like uh, some of the some of the um handovers from um the previous uh Labour administrations um talking points for the last uh, election are being regurgitated and mm. re, re um approached by media and stuff and actually looked at seriously is 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 telling us everything we need to know that the writing is on the wall and that Labour are going to win the next general election. Everyone knows mm-hmm. it. The, the Tories will have to do something absolutely like magnificently impossible to be able to retain yeah. um r- retain any any kind of uh power and it's just not going to happen it's not going to happen at all no i mean speaking of horrible thoughts um boris johnson um he has managed to produce enough seminal fluid to uh impregnate carrie again i mean at this point she's just going for as many children as possible so that when their marriage inevitably falls apart because he sleeps with another woman who looked at him funny um she can just rinse him for every single penny that he doesn't have. Yeah, I mean that or Zach Goldsmith invites her back to his island. I mean, yeah, if, what if, a horrible thought. If that, it's true, I mean, can you imagine waking up and that grey, sweaty, puffy flesh is stood over you going, "Carrie, it's Tuesday night. Have at it." Yeah, what a horrible, horrible thought. He's. If if we're being absolutely honest at this point in time, he's staring bankruptcy dead in the face. Every avenue of money has basically worn out. He's scrambling now to try and get more talking uh, engagement so he yeah. can get that quick buck. His his book. Has he tried was, OnlyFans? Do you think? I mean, it's it's got to be the next thing he, he goes and looks into. OnlyFans, just Boris Johnson going and masturbating on a camera. It's got to be the next thing he does because there's, there can't possibly be any other way that he, he, mm-hmm. he can possibly make any more money. I mean, unless he starts selling the children. Yeah, horrible thought. Just a horrible Boris Johnson. But going back to... It, Sue- well, yeah, let's go back to uh, Braverman and uh, the... Uh, yeah. So... The uh, nonsense... Uh, Big redeeming uh, talk this week was basically that we can't afford to let any of these migrants in. We can't afford to allow any of them to start like looking at legal routes into the country. And all of the jobs that the migrants were doing, which were now vacant and the, the British people are basically screaming for um, people <laughs> to put these roles, are now going to yeah. have to be by British people. Which... As we what, 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 what was what was her what was her soundbite? Um, let them pick fruit. Yep. Uh, can I just say there is nothing wrong with picking fruit. There is nothing. Wrong. We we um we just have a a employment shortage at the moment. I have no. I I would do anything. I would clean toilets to put bread on the table, as it were. So. We're not what what we're saying. Actually, it's Suella Braverman that's 
that seems to be actually picking fruit. Um, I think it's because she's a gooseberry. Maybe she's frightened. I don't know. It's gone from one extreme to another, hasn't it? She's she's gone from being the woman who's screaming that migrants are stealing our jobs, that nobody wants those kind of jobs because everyone's <laughs> a more professional group. I mean, they were telling us we should stop being actors, we should stop being musicians, we should stop being, you know, uh, tradespeople, and we should look at a job in cyber. And now they're telling us we should quit our cyber jobs and we should go and get a fruit picker's job. Yep, go and pick and fruit. That's quite an egregious comment I've just made there, and that's definitely not what they're trying to say. But in essence, what they're trying to say is we are we, we're lazy, good for nothing, sitting on a doll, taking benefits from the government. We should just go out and get yep. a job picking fruit. Yeah. I mean, I tried it this week, but they were really angry because it was a pick your own. So you got really angry. They don't want you. They don't want you to pick their fruit. They're not paying you. They you pay them. Is this the that's the thing? This is the thing why it doesn't get taken on by British people or by people living within the British Isles is because that is not a job that is usually given to people who are looking for a steady, um, safe, and and reliable income. It's usually given to migrants who can work cheap because that's what migrants do. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's it's such a brainless comment and such a. a a deeply sinister ignorance that she's got that it just makes me like honestly wonder why she's even wearing her human face anymore so have you seen her she looks like a scrotum with googly eyes on and then they've stuffed her into a suit at this point just give up all pretense of being human and just reveal yourself like diana in v rip off your <laughs> show your lizard face that was a 30 five-year-old reference that only me and you will get honestly they need to bring that back i i was devastated when they they cancelled the reboot so anyway headlines <laughs> yeah, honestly we geeked out there for a second sorry that's probably a different podcast that was suella braverman she's an absolute moron and she just keeps proving to be a moron and then going on and going on and going on and she's never yeah. going to stop being a moron and that's the headline that's the headline <laughs> Shock horror, so well a brother, a moron. <clears throat> right, uh, from one moron to another. Rudy the rapist. Right. Asterisk. So basically the story is this. Rudy Giuliani, I mean he's he's in he's in a number of different uh, scrapes this week. Um, but they all kind of his little japes, his little japes and jibes. Oh, he's just such a he's such a I mean uh, another distended testicle with with legs. Yeah, but this is the this is this is the mayor of New York from nine eleven. America's mayor. Yeah, I mean, how did he go from that to being in Borat too? Well, I mean, Borat too. The the, the revelations in that, which which showed that he was quite possibly a bit of a fiddler uh, in the old. Yeah, I mean, I mean, which alludes to what we're talking about now. So basically, what's yeah. that? An aide of his has come forward and started a uh, uh, a legal um, case whereby they are saying that he, <laughs> on more than one occasion, um, would demand from her oral sex whilst taking meetings, including <laughs> including whilst taking meetings from the then President Trump. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that bit. Yeah, apparently, whilst Trump was in the room. 
uh, whilst he was on speakerphone from high-profile friends and clients, including then-President Trump, according to Sky News. Ew. He, he, he apparently told her that he enjoyed engaging uh, in this kind of conduct while on the phone because it made him feel like Bill Clinton. No, because Bill Clinton was a successful president, um, despite the cigar thing. Um, but but Rudy, Rudy Giuliani is just a Rogaine-rooted, hair-melting, well, sexual predator. He's he's also he's also apparently uh, re- reported to have been recorded on tape, on tape, Philip, um, admitting to the fact that him and Jared had taken several uh, payments of two million dollars, which would secure pardons. Uh, yes, President pardons for, pardons for dollars, which which is you know against the ethics and and uh, standing of the presidency. Uh, generally, and basic human decency. Oh uh, yeah, just 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 rotter behaviour, absolute rotter behaviour. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, he's a bit of a prick, isn't he? Now, I mean, what happened? He's he's an entire moron. I mean, the, the, I mean, this was proven just by the the four seasons landscaping uh, dabble. <laughs> Not the four seasons hotel. No, he can't possibly mean that. He's literally talking about the landscape. I don't think he is Mr. Giuliani. Why would he want to go to the Four Seasons Hotel, a well-known hotel? He's clearly talking about the guy that peddles compost. Members of the press turn up at Four Seasons Hotel and they're like, we don't have a press conference this afternoon. I don't know what we you're don't. talking about. Uh, who, who is organising it? Giuliani. Have you tried the landscapers down the road? Because he's probably there. <laughs> Me. Have you seen the TikTok, uh, the famous TikTok of the um, the woman? Uh, there's a woman, and she's trying to talk about how, how spectacular a fuck up you've got to be to make that kind of fuck up, and she can't get through the video without laughing. And she's just, she's literally, she's almost on the verge of dying from laughter during the video. I watched it again this week, and it honestly, it just makes my heart sing every time I watch it. At what point did it go? This is exactly what Donald wanted. And having said that, Donald is also so back crap crazy. I could believe that's what he's asked for. I just can't. I just, I can't, I can't with America anymore. I cannot with you. America, what, what is going on? Why, why are you allowing this? Why are you allowing these, these clearly, clearly inept, moronic idiots who have not done a single thing right? I mean, and they've laughed at you the whole way through. Why does, does, Almost fifty percent of your your country still support that blonde-haired fluffball and his gaggle of fuckwits. Honestly, I mean, I thought he was being ridiculous when he said I could literally go out on Fifth Avenue and shoot someone in the face and they'd still vote for me. No, they would. They would. One hundred percent. Absolutely, they would. So anyway, it's un- unreal. I mean, so yeah, Rudy Giuliani, you prick. Well, that's what happened. So that's that's kind of that's stealing all the the airtime in America at the moment in time. Right up until the next story. So, yeah, and then and then Ginge and the Whinge. Are you are you aware of a, a certain prince called Harry? Yeah, not Charles' son, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's not. not like he's not. I'm sorry, he's not. He doesn't look anything like him, and he's ginger. 
He's ginger. He's fucking ginger. He doesn't look anything like Prince Charles. Just, Unless the carpets don't match the drape on Charlie Boy, that's not right. And I, I, I do. I, I'm sorry about talking about the royal thatch there. I didn't. I didn't mean to. <laughs> well, this week, um, a spokesperson came out and said for them uh, that they were involved <laughs> in a near catastrophic crash in New York City, which then turned into about a thousand stories, <laughs> a thousand different directions all of which seem to be contradicting each other. The mayor, Eric Adams, contradicted himself at least three times by giving three different versions of the same story. Honestly, you, you just wouldn't credit it. Um, but then all they needed to do was actually ask the taxi driver. Well, here's my, here's my, here's my, my, my two pence for what it's worth. I don't think that Harry is stupid enough to use that story uh, as a way of trying to get into the newspapers, especially no. considering how how sacred that is to him about his mother's death. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be if it if it was the case, it would be an incredibly poor taste. And I I don't think he would do that. I I, I honestly think that there was there was a certain element of truth to this, and I think probably mm -hmm. more truth than there is than the people who are denying it are saying. Um, yeah, and I think there's definitely a lot of people trying to save face here. Uh, Eric Adams obviously doesn't want New York to be seen as that kind of city. Yeah. Um, the police don't want to be seen as having not done anything, considering that they went to the police station three times. Yeah. yeah. Whilst being pursued, they went to the police station three times, and the police didn't really do anything about it, apart from, you know, go outside and ask them to disperse and let them have some peace. But then yeah, the officers yeah. were almost hit by a vehicle. Okay. Which what, is one of the stories. It, it wasn't a fear. It wasn't a fear, was it? Oh, so yeah. This has been taking up a lot of the air, air time in America, and it's the, just it's just mental. I it's think just mental. Need to accept that the royal family is a mafia, and they're in bed with the newspapers, which is also a mafia, and the two yeah. mafias are working together to try and discredit the guy that stood up to the both mafias. I think they're all part of the same lizard clan. Yes, and they're so, doing it wrong. And I, I, I personally have, have a bit of a soft spot for Harry. Uh, and for I do. And for the situation they found themselves in, because they've literally basically said, we're going to pay for everything. We just want you to, you know, provide us with some security, because quite frankly, if I go to America and step back from these duties, there are going to be people after me at every given yeah. second of the day. And the yep. we could do is provide him some sort of security. But... I mean, fucking hell, we give Boris Johnson security, and that man's a cleft. Absolute cleft. So, yeah, that's that's another one of the headlines this week. Uh, Angela Rayner. What? The woman with more balls than half the MPs in the, in Parliament. What a woman. What a woman, honestly. I'm just going to be fully admitting to the fact that I've got a major throb on for Angela Rayner. I can only imagine the fear in her husband's eyes when she goes home for some very angry sex at the end of the day. What a man. What a lucky man. <laughs> what a lucky man. A smashed pelvis, but he's absolutely over the moon with it. I, I, Bloody hell. That woman That woman outclassed everyone again. again. She made Oliver Dowden look like a, a, a literally a witless, scared child who's just shit himself in front of the headmaster. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Yeah, no, miss. Sorry, miss. Yeah, sorry. It wasn't even. Uh, a uh, she just. It wasn't. No, even no it wasn't. No, it wasn't. She outclassed the man. 
I mean, she made Dominic Raab look stupid, and Dominic Raab could only come back with his snide little, you know, public schoolboy face and his fucking angles and his stupid eyes and his crappy haircut um, and sneering. But Oliver Dowden literally looked like several rabbits that had just been hit by a lorry waiting for the oncoming, oncoming Viet, uh, Fiat Punto, which is flying towards them. I literally just, had nothing. At the end of it, it was a smear on the tarmac. He was in yeah. BMW 5.6. He was, he was a fly on the windscreen of an articulate... just looked like a skid mark. He's literally a skid mark. That's all it was. She, she just outclassed him again. It's beautiful. Beautiful. And like, as much as people might bitch and whine and moan about Keir Starmer, at the end of the day, whether or not he is a true red-blooded Labour member or if he is you know a bit of a purple-blooded Tory Labour member in in the vein of Tony Blair he does have one of the great socialists literally stood next to him and constantly acting his Jiminy Cricket on his shoulder yeah honestly that that woman if ever anything happened to him that is the person that needs to be prime minister Uh, why why if anything happened to Keir Starmer and he had to step down for any reason Angela Rayner is literally put herself front and centre as the leading candidate to take over the Labour Party, the first yeah. female leader of the party. It's it's definitely yeah. in the cards. It's going to happen. But but yeah. you look at the Labour benches from the front to the back. All they've got is class at the moment. It's literally to a man. The the power they've got on the front benches and the back benches is unreal. Yeah. And then you look across at the Tory party and they're literally working on their, like, under-16 squad. Yeah. I mean, some of them still have to read with a finger. It's like watching Boreham Wood play Manchester City. It's just... <laughs> you know who's going to win. You know what's going to happen. It's going to be an absolute drubbing. <laughs> it is, yeah. And that's no... Very topical as well, you know. That's... A fantastic football team. Uh, Man United just been crowned the uh, Premier League champions as well. Man City, that's the that's the Blackburn Rovers and you, not wanting to uh, pay attention to what's going on the other side of the Dales, mate. Fuckers. So anyway, yeah, those were in Manchester. There was a Manchester in it. Yeah, um, well, that was the week really, uh, but we've got some rotters because we haven't talked about one of them this week so far. Well, we have mentioned her. But and 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 freaking Whittaker, <laughs> and I am incredibly uh, irrelevant. Yet here I am, Whittaker. Yeah, even GB News go who? I mean, fucking hell! Let them eat cheese. No, don't let them eat cheese if they can't afford it. <laughs> it's like saying, well, if you can't have foie gras, don't eat foie gras. Uh, of course, I won't eat it if I can't afford it. I won't buy it, but do you know what? Cheese, fucking cheese. Pick a better example. Considering that Britain won the cheese maker of the year this year. Oh, uh, did we? We, we? Like, I think cheddar is like consistently been in the top. But I'm pretty sure that Britain won cheese of the year. Um, you know, international cheese. I love, a good, cheese. Cheese. Um, I love a good cheese. But yeah, the cost of living has basically come out and battered everyone kicking people yeah. indiscriminately in the bollocks left right and center i mean when group four are delivering a cheese you know it's gone bad <laughs> no longer no longer being delivered by delivery but no group four 
Group four of blocking hell. You don't want group four delivering it. Theresa May comes out with a box. <laughs> I mean, I mean, her statements were just ghoulish and horrible. Well, if you can't afford it, get a better job. Ghoulish and horrible, very much like her visage. Oh yeah, honestly, she's like, she's like someone put a labia in a suit. <laughs> it's like some <laughs> a test a plasty, and they've like taken all the excess skin <laughs> over a particularly bony knee. <laughs> she is. She's the excess scrotum skin. Oh, and you're supposed to. I made myself vomit a bit there. I'm so sorry. And and we should apologise for being you know misogynistic here. But at the end of the day, this is Anne Widdicombe. She's she's less a woman and more of a force of nature. She's always been a force of nature. But when she's spouting this level of bollocks, she is entirely irrelevant and needs to stay in her corner, out With of politics. Sandwich. And just fade into obscurity that she was doing quite well right up until the whole Dancing with the Stars or Celebrity Come f- Fucking Fall Over With Me or whatever it's called. <laughs> she's, she's, I, yeah, I've had anal fissures that have been less, less irritating than that woman this week. It's not like she has any kind of relevancy since she joined the Brexit party, but. To come out and tell people that if you can't afford cheese, eat something different. Oh, oh fuck, of course I will. If I can't afford cheese, I'm going to eat some cornflakes. If I can't afford cornflakes, I'll just eat the dust under my sofa. <laughs> I'll just lick some moss off a, off a rock. Yeah, I'll just... Actually, I'll moss just is quite... Chow down on some lichen. For fuck's sake, man, stay in the corner. <laughs> you, you just, you know, continue giving Loza Fox's shoulder rub. It's fine. Oh, speaking of obviously Bellens, <laughs> who who else have we got on the rotter? Oh, we uh, obviously Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani for just being the an absolute shit. Yeah, I mean it's getting that bad. We sh- yeah, just yeah, Rudy Giuliani, truly an awful piece of shit. Just just one of the most deplorable humans walking the planet right now and and he's oblivious to absolutely everything and the thing is there are nefarious people behind him pulling his strings and pushing him along making him feel like he's relevant when he's really not relevant and no no he's not to a certain degree it's a tragic story but then to the other degree he's an absolute fuckwit and fuck him all the way (laughs) i mean again i I, you know as last week i'm not sure where you're sitting here andy whereabouts (laughs) Um, uh, speaking of one ghoulish arsehole to another, uh, Suella Bradman, let them pick fruit. Rotter number three. Just her, her rhetoric on immigrants is becoming more and more, I mean, I'm going to say it outright, out and out Nazi at this point. What, like in a, in a cupboard or something? She's just, a, she's just one of the most horrific humans walking the planet today. But at it's- what point does it become stop? When, when does it stop being stop the boats and it turns to shoot the boats? She's got no redeemable features whatsoever. And if ever she... Oh, was... hang on. She makes a quiche. Oh, wonderful. If ever she was to become <laughs> leader of the Tory party, I swear to God, it would lead to... Uh, 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 she, would, she would basically do this into a rebellion. There would be a full-scale civil war. I mean, I would take Boris over her, and that's saying something. And this is the thing. Either she's going to be a pathway to the return of the promised one, oh. or she's going to turn out to be even worse than Thatcher, 
he's just indescribably evil human being. And I'm not even going to asterisk it because actions speak louder than words and her actions have been deplorable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just an awful person. So, well, I, I, I don't know if you listen, but if you do, you're an awful human being. Absolutely awful. You're, you're absolutely awful. And your suits are terribly tailored. Aren't they just? They're not Sam Michel, I'll say that. And also, Rishi said you're a cunt as well. Did he? He did. Oh, I well, heard that is. from Oliver down at the um, Checkers bar, um, and he heard it directly from Rishi, who whispered it into his ear, but said, don't tell anyone. But obviously, Ollie, being Ollie, he had to go and run and tell everyone, didn't he? Yeah. Well, she is, so it's an accurate statement. Again, one of the few accurate statements he's ever made. So, yeah, we're um, going to Twitter. We'll do another poll, and you can tell us which one you think it's going to be this week is Roster of the Week. Is it going to be yeah. Anne Whittacombe? Is it going to be Rudy Giuliani? Or is it going to be Suella? Suella, let them pick fruit, Braverman. Um, so, uh, Andy, I didn't have a wank this week. What did What did you do to have a happy ending? Oh, happy endings, mate. So, it's, 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 I mean, it's still a bit of a tragic story, but it's a fantastic ending to a tragic story. Um, so there was a plane crash uh, yeah. in Colombia and um, the plane was missing for 16 days in the jungles. And um, president sent out his uh, army and they uh, had search teams um, basically scouring the jungle, trying to find the survivors uh, if there were any. And um, what actually happened was they managed to find missing children who were uh, in the jungle for 16 days, ranging between 13 years old and 11 months. Yeah. I mean, so, so think on uh, Bear Grylls. Now, sadly, they were, they were travelling with their mother, a pilot and a co-pilot. The adults, sadly, did all pass away. All passed away, but but... Under the leadership of the 13-year-old, the children managed to build shelters, <laughs> scavenge food and water. Yeah. And with an 11-month-old, they yep. survived for 16 days. And when they were found, apparently they were in good spirits despite the, the trauma of what they'd actually experienced in the jungle. But it basically turned into an episode of Naked and Afraid. But with, with like... With Jeez. children. No, I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't survive in a jungle anymore. I got pissy because Poundland ran out of cheddars the other day. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I'm a big fan of like survival programs. Me and my, yeah, know, I'm, me too. We really, we really like love nothing more than putting on a naked and afraid or a, a um, solo um, or um, a survivor, you know, any of yeah. those programs. Like, we, lo- we like watching them and like binging them. But to, to listen to the story of these children basically defying all of the odds, because if you if you hear about a plane crash and there's going to be potential survivors and their children, the first thing you're going to go to is Lord of the Flies. Yeah. And, and they just organised themselves and got on with it. They, yeah. Completely egalitarian. The 13-year-old... Just got on with life. He, 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 he took over, but set everyone out onto missions. Apparently, they had somebody looking after the baby in, like, shifts... They, they went out and they were like scavenging for food, but they were never allowed to go any further than a certain distance away from the camp. 
um, he had done things uh, at school in terms of like basic survival skills, um, like yeah. with camping and stuff like this, and set up the camp, built them like shelters, and they they for all intents and purposes for the sixteen days actually lived a you know not uncomfortable existence whilst they waited for the um, rescue party. So, yeah. yeah, just it just goes to show that the future is bright when it comes to children. Yeah, we're we're not all idiots. I mean, sixteen days is no mean feat. That's a long time. Naked and afraid, do twenty-one days. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of my favourite YouTube survivalists was on that a few weeks ago. Um, Survival then, Lily. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. And they get given a fire starter, a machete, and you know, a, no clothes, a pot to to boil water in. And these children yeah. basically did all of this whilst also dealing with the sad loss of their mother and adult supervision. Uh, just yeah. incredible story. It, even even the um, the rescue party that found them all had to admit that you know it was completely it was completely amazing. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, just shows the human spirit is amazing when it needs to be. When they when they admit to the fact that they were going into the jungle to look for you know bodies but hopefully survivors and they stumble across these children and what they had built and what they had actually done the 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 rescuers were i mean they they they, to a man they were just dazzled by by the spirit that they they showed and i just think it's a fantastic story to um to kind of end on with a bit of a upbeat this week yeah amazing man despite the tragedy brilliantly brilliantly happy story that they all survived and they 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 thrived in that 16 days despite all the odds against them yeah i mean didn't just sit there and wait they got on with it like bloody hell so anyway there we go that's news also breaking news uh this is also a happy ending i suppose philip schofield's finally quit this morning which means all my news feeds will be a lot more interesting now because i won't be worrying about philip schofield his brother went down for 12 years. See how long Philip gets, eh? Asterisk. According to um, Philip, he no longer has a brother. Well, I mean, it depends what the uh, when the uh, special injunction finishes. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Well, not one, we'll, we'll save that one for next time, eh? Yeah, I think but, it'll uh, be for the next episode for sure. Holly Willoughby is now looking for a uh, co-host, I guess. Andy, do you fancy it? I mean the, the job, the job. The oh, job. sorry, I was. I thought you were talking about Holly Willoughby. I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll do. I'll do it. <laughs> Anything you need, <laughs> I'll do it. Holy, yeah, Andrew, come on. So that was the week that was. That was the week that was, and then Andrew's just unveiled his love for Holly Willoughby. So you do it, team. Yeah, what well, Holly Willoughby? Mm. Uh, I, I imagine she gives unenthusiastic cuddles. <laughs> I'll take an unenthusiastic cuddle. Um, Anyway, our socials, Andrew, what is your socials? Right, so you can find me uh, at SarianLives on Twitter. Uh, My Twitter handle is at GeekTherefore. And you can also Uh, find us on Facebook at The Paracetamol Headache. Uh, We're at ParaHeadAc. A-C-H. 
um, yep. on, on Twitter, Twitter uh, at headache on uh, the old Instagrams. And TikTok. And TikTok. And, We're uh, on Tickety Talk. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you found us on your podcast uh, platform of choice. Yeah. Thank you again for the Alexa thing. That really made my day. And most importantly... Someone else. Someone else searched us again on Alexa. Also, Belgium. Who'd have thought we were big in Belgium? Yeah, we've got some, we've got some right international um, listeners. So Obviously, yeah. If, if you're one of our international listeners from Thailand, from Belgium, from Australia... Australia. From, uh, Quebec from france we've got a regular listener in illinois in paris yeah contact us please let, let us know who you are because it'd be wonderful to actually engage with some of you and uh really if you would. happen to be rich famous and or uh affluent anyway and you've got money to burn please do go to our patreon which is uh www.patreon.com forward slash paracetamol headache there are a bunch of different tiers in there where you can give us support uh, and also, we've um, thrown up on the uh, link tree our uh, <laughs> Amazon wish list if you want to buy some equipment to make this all a lot better. I, I've added a dildo on there just because I thought it'd be funny. Of course you have. I just, I just please buy us one, please. Or two. <laughs> <laughs> just so we can have a lightsaber fight. Be awesome. sharing. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Your turn. Right. Anyway, should we say goodbye? I think we're going to have to say goodbye, mate. Andy, it's yeah. been. It's been it's been one, hasn't it? It has. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We love you. We love you very, very much. And we will see you again in a couple of weeks' time. See you on the socials. Like, Bye. subscribe and share, please. Love you. Yes. Do all the likes and shares and stuff. And Phil, yeah. we'll give you a reach out later. Yay! Don't forget this bit.